I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd and welcome to the Spiritual Laws of Nature and today is one of my absolute favorites, one that can make one of the biggest differences in your life, one of the ones I've gotten the most positive feedback from uh, of any of the spiritual laws and this one applies to so many people that is part of their piece of the puzzle to change to have their best possible life. And it kind of starts with this. What's the big deal about sin? At least most of us, that's the word we heard growing up. Uh, you can say wrong choice, uh, maybe mistake, whatever, mess up. The, the word sin literally means just to miss the mark, like with a bow and arrow. You miss the bullseye, okay? but. What's the big deal about it? And if you've been watching me in this program, you may be starting to think that, you know what, uh, making wrong decisions, making bad choices, uh, uh, sinning, if, if you believe in that, that's not such a big deal. But I want to tell you today, it is. But probably not for the reasons you think. Okay. Uh, if you've been watching the uh, previous spiritual laws, I, uh, I told a story uh, about a friend of mine named Todd who was called to be a street preacher for several years and how uh, one of his favorite things was to go have a beer and talk to the prostitutes. And what he would tell them once he got to know them a little bit is this. It's actually a question. Did you know that there will not be one person in hell, whatever hell is, because of sin. And uh, the first time I heard that, it just almost stunned me because I'd never thought of it like that, put in a sentence that way, which really gave me a powerful, powerful picture. And, and I do believe Todd was right in what he was uh telling those young ladies and the result of that was many of them decided they wanted to change their life for the better, okay? But if, if there's not going to be anyone in sin because of hell or mess-ups or mistakes or missing the mark or whatever it is, then what's the big deal? Why don't I just do anything I want, okay? Well, I want to, I want to address that and it is a big deal. Okay, uh, you may remember if you've seen any of the other spiritual laws, you can either live under law or you can live under, I call grace. There's two systems of right and wrong. If you live under law, then if you do good, you get good. If you do bad, you get bad. Okay, and in contrast, the system of grace, it's still right if you do good, you get good, but under grace, if you do bad, you still get good long term. And that is the key, long term. But what happens short term? Okay, in ancient manuscripts, when um, uh, the Apostle Paul was trying to teach this to people, which was so foreign to them, because what they knew 
and were frankly comfortable with was this and Paul was telling them no there's a new system now and you can move over to this all right and that was one of the first things they said was well wait a minute if that's true then who cares about sin who cares about messing up just go and make all the mess ups you want to okay well if you do that you're going to end up in trouble and here's why All right, this is you, okay? When you do something that you believe is right and good and the best choice for you to make, if it is a love-based choice, it causes the hypothalamus in your brain to turn on your success response where oxytocin is released, endorphins, peptides, all those great, wonderful, feel-good feelings. Not only happy, but loads of energy and self-worth typically goes along with that. Okay, Just fabulous. Dr. Ben Johnson said if anybody could ever put oxytocin in a pill, it'd be the best-selling pharmaceutical ever and it would eliminate about 50% of all other pharmaceuticals because it does so much good. On the other hand, if you do something you believe is wrong, whether big or little, it causes the hypothalamus to flip the failure switch, which releases negative chemicals, shuts your immune system off or down, gives you negative thoughts and emotions, etc. Okay? So, do what you believe is right, the good success do believe what you believe do what you believe is wrong failure all right here's the deal we have rule books okay um i've got a a monitor television right here in order to figure out how to sync my ipad to it so that i could you know control powerpoint slides from my ipad guess what I had to read the instruction book. I actually, I, I think my son did it, and I think he watched a YouTube instruction video. But he had to have the instructions of how this one works in order for us to do that successfully and use it for what we bought it for. Okay? Well, you come with instruction books, and I think there's more than one. Your conscience which is in your spiritual heart. Uh, science would call your unconscious and subconscious. Okay, Your conscience is called, is called in ancient manuscripts the law that is written on your heart. And it's the law of love. Okay, So if you're listening or if you cultivate uh, better communication with your conscience, then in almost any situation, you can tap into your conscience to see, okay, what is the best decision here for me? And then do it. Now, if you do that and, and start routinely not doing what your conscious, conscience says, then that voice will grow smaller and smaller until you really can't hear it at all. Until you cultivate it again. Okay? 
Um, this process, the failure process, is called stress. Fight or flight, the fear response, the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, take your pick, but it's stress, okay? Well, guess what else tests stress? It's called a lie detector. Did you know that? A lie detector test is just a stress test, okay? That's why it's not, uh, at the present time, allowed as evidence in court because the person could be stressed about something other than that they're the ones that robbed the house, okay? The, the uh, policeman is interpreting it as, ah, stress, because they're the one that robbed the house, when maybe uh, the house brings back memories of their house growing up and an incident happened with mom and dad, and so their stress goes up anyway. But anyway, a lie detector test is a stress test, okay? What's the relevance of that? The relevance is anytime we act in fear rather than love-based intentionally or anytime we violate our conscience or anytime we uh, tell a lie, whether we actually say it or just think it in our mind, anytime we do any of that, Stress. Why? Because when you lie, it activates stress. That's what a lie detector test is. Okay? So whenever you do something that is not what you believe you should do, for whatever reason, stress. It punches your stress button. So, uh, your conscience is one of those instruction books. Uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, a friend of mine from Stanford University Medical School, uh, calls it the vibe, V-I-B-E, in his wonderful book, The Honeymoon Effect. And it, it is a literal uh, signal, feeling, voice, a vibe that can tell me go this way, go that way, or be careful here, or go for this, or whatever. Well, I think that vibe and your conscience and your spirit, it's all three of those things and more working together, okay? But in every minute of the day, whatever you're doing, if you're driving, if you're walking down a hallway, if you're on the computer, if you're doing work, if you're having fun uh, outdoors somewhere, no matter what you're doing, every instant, what you're doing, your circumstances come into your five senses are compared with every memory you have, uh, generational passed down from your ancestors, unconscious memories, memories from when you were too young to remember, uh, everyone, almost, almost everyone has a birth trauma, as well as memories of negative things that you feel guilt or shame or pain over, okay? So instantly what is happening in your life is run through billions and billions and billions of memories. Some of them yours, some not yours. According to Scientific America, about 50% of those memories have errors in them to the point that it would be more correct to call them illusions than it would memories. And, and those are especially the negative ones because we have a program inside us 
that causes us to be biased, to lean automatically a little bit to the negative, which means negative interpretations of memories, events, things that have happened to us. Okay? So there's a very high likelihood that all through the day you're going to get negative feelings, thoughts, and beliefs that may or may not even be true. Okay? But the fail-safes to me are love, your conscience, and the vibe. If you cultivate it. Alright? And if you do cultivate it, then I believe going through the day you will have constant... I mean, let's get practical with this. Okay? Um, I get up in the morning and I've got an appointment to be at and so Hope and I are about to get in the shower at the same time. I guarantee you I have an impulse, a thought, a feeling that says I love her. Let her go first. She doesn't have an appointment but I love her and, and I should be kind and say you go first. I'll wait for you rather than you have to wait for me. Is that what I actually do? Uh, it's a coin flip. 50-50 probably. Real good chance I might kindly <clears throat> say, Hey honey, I'm late for a big meeting. Can I get in the shower first? Okay? Well, I'm saying it kindly, hoping I'll win, but what I'm asking is probably not kind. In fact, I'm probably going against my conscience, my vibe, the law of love when I do that. If that's true, then I jump in the shower, failure button, stress button gets pushed. Alright? Now, let's say I, uh, I'm out of the shower, I get dressed, and I'm walking to the kitchen to get a little breakfast and I see that the trash is full. Maybe a little bit overflowing, which seems to happen like 37 times a day. And um, I guarantee you I have a thought, a vibe, an impulse that says um, Hope does not like dealing with the trash. Be kind. Take the trash out for her and put a new clean bag in there. Is that what I do though? Being late for work, trying to hurry, trying to get a breakfast. 50-50. And, well, this one may be 60-40 that I will not take the garbage out even though I have an impulse to do it. Well, that impulse to do it is what I most believe is right in this situation and so it pushes my stress response. Okay? Because it's a lie. I am not doing what I believe I should, I should most do. Now, I may have another rationalization it's no big deal. I'll change it when I get back home. Uh, I'm late for work. You know, I may rationalize it, but that immediate effect on my physiology, thoughts, feelings, chemicals happens even if I've got a good rationalization. Okay? So now in the course of 30 minutes of getting up, I've already pushed my failure button twice. Okay, so then I go out to um, uh, I get dressed, go out to my car, and the key isn't in there. And Hope is the last person that drove it. 
So, do I feel irritation and anger toward her? Or do I catch myself and say, no, I'm not going there. I'm committed to live in love. So, uh, I love her. No blame to her for that. All right? Well, chances are I'm going to be angry and irritated. Pushes my stress button. Go out and there's traffic. Okay? And uh, greatly dislike traffic, unless I'm listening to a podcast or something. But um, I don't usually do that. I'm usually listening to music. Okay? So I go out and there's traffic, and I'm already late for work. Am I kind to the person who does their blinker and is asking me to cut in, even though I'm already late, and there's a lot of traffic, and I already let one person in? Or do I pull up as close as I can so they can't pull in and refuse to look at them. Okay? Well, I don't know. Probably 50-50 for me. Alright? But if I do not let them in, if I believe that is the kind thing to do, pushes my stress button. Okay? Get to work and we're out of coffee. the person that was supposed to make it has not made it. Do I, got, I go and get my cup and go over there and there's nothing there? Okay. Do I feel anger, irritation? Do I go say something to someone in irritation? Or am I kind? You know what? No. I, I'll be the one that makes it today. If you are angry, irritated, unkind to someone, you just push your stress button again. Okay? And you could take it on through the day like that. Okay, then I get home and I'm exhausted. Hope wants to talk. Um, Do I sit down even though I'm not at all feeling like having a long conversation now and talk with her? Or do I rationalize and give her a reason and put her off? Even though I can see in her eyes how much she wants to have this conversation now. 50-50. Well, If I make the choice that I believe is not the most loving, the best choice for me to make, pushes my stress button. Now, if you imagine doing something wrong that violates uh, the law of love, that you believe is a sin, that you believe you should do something else, if you imagine that for a length of time, and it's not just, oh, the trash is full right there, you know, like that. But if it goes for some length of time, it causes the release of all chemicals in a chemical tidal wave that'll absolutely flatten you and and become addictive. It's almost like internal heroin. So then you get addicted to a cycle of being unkind and imagining things that you believe are wrong for you and, and maybe unconsciously because it feels really good when all those chemicals are released. It's a rush. Okay? So, you can be in a situation where you have chosen to live in love in the present moment. Okay? Uh, Which means you get good long-term no matter what. But short-term, it's natural law in your physical body. So, you violate your beliefs, 
You do what you believe you should not do. You don't do what you believe you should do. You imagine for periods of time doing something that you believe is wrong for you. Okay? And you are constantly punching your negative chemical releases which hurts your health, gives you negative thoughts instead of positive, etc. And that's where I find so many people today. Most people today um, are enlightened, we'll say, enough to realize that love is more important than money and temporal things, even, even uh, uh, wards or, you know, love is what I want, okay? But so many people, even though they maybe are committed for life to that as best they can about the big things, about these little things, we continue to live in the old law of do bad, get bad. So you're immediate, even though, even though you're okay long-term, you're going to get good long-term because you're committed to love. In the short term, you are killing yourself. You're killing your day. Instead of having a happy, prosperous, love, joy, peace, laughing, crying, you know, every day, cry a little, laugh a little, learn something, okay? Instead of having a great day every day, you're going through your day pushing your own hot button 20, 30, 40 times. That's keeping you feeling negative even though long-term, because you're committed to love, you're going to get good, but you're killing your day. You're killing your week. You're killing the next hour. On the other hand, if you realize this and say, ah, okay, so things like um, gossip, things like anger, things like, um, you know, Thinking something is not a sin or not a sin, it's just a choice, okay? Well, even on those choices, usually you believe you should make one choice or the other, that one is better than the other. But is that the one you make? If you make the other one, even though it has nothing to do with sin or against the law or anything like that, it's still pushing your stress button. Because anytime you act untruthfully, remember the lie detector test is a stress test. And if you do something that's not what you believe you should do, that's untruthful to yourself. Okay? Anytime you do something that you believe I should not do, that's being untruthful to yourself. That's not what you believed you should do. It's just like telling a lie on the, on the lie detector. It punches your stress button. So on the other hand, if you can understand these principles and say, ah, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to start really tuning in to my conscience on purpose and listening and being quiet. I'm going to try to cultivate this vibe that is in me that is trying to lead and guide me to the right choice, the right decision, and 
if I believe it is that right decision, whatever it is, whether it would be a big thing, little thing, against the law, not against the law, a sin, not a sin, no matter what, if I believe that's what I should do, that's what I'm going to start to do. So I'm going to let hope go first in the shower. I'm going to empty the trash even though I'm short on time. I'm going to be kind in traffic even though uh, I'm running late and that sort of thing. Okay? So that's what I would recommend for this week is first of all write down just for a day or two, uh, keep a little notebook or do it on your phone and just speak it. How many times do you have any thought, no matter how little it is, I should take out the trash. I should pick up the phone and call that person. I should write them an email. I should go wash the car. I should go spend time with the kids. I should go exercise. I should... How many times a day? For most people, it's 10 to 50, okay? You may be committed to love long-term and wondering, how come I'm still not feeling good? How come I'm still not getting a lot better? Um, it's because you've got one foot in one place and one in another. You've got one foot in the old law of do good, get good, do bad, get bad. Meaning uh, the everyday things that you do, you're in that sin thing. So I don't take out the trash even though I think I should. I'm being untruthful to myself. It's, it spikes my... It flips my stress switch and spikes my stress. So I'm going to start doing what I believe I should in as many possible situations, even if they don't seem like any big deal, even if they don't seem like they matter. If I'm getting the vibe, if I'm feeling that in my conscience, I'm going to start doing what I believe I should do when I believe I should do it. And let's see where you are in six months. All right? Now, what I you can't do this, a lot of you, if you're already in big-time fear. In other words, you're not committed to love. You want to be, but you're not. You just can't do it like Hope when she was depressed for 12 years. Okay? That's okay. Get the love part first. Alright? Choose to live in love in the present moment regardless of your circumstances, regardless if the end results are more painful or less, more pleasurable or less, forever, no matter what, as best I can. Alright? So that comes first. Get to a place where you can commit to that and you really mean it. Your unconscious knows if you mean it or not. And if you don't, it won't happen. If you do really mean it for life, then your unconscious starts sending you positive thoughts, feelings, chemicals automatically, effortlessly. It changes the paradigm from fear-based to love-based internally. But if you want your absolute best life, you got to do both. You've got to be committed to love in the present, no matter what, forever. And you have to be following your conscience, 
that vibe 10 to 50 times a day doing what you believe you should do when you believe you should do it. Uh, if you can do that 9 times out of 10, that would be incredible. I, for most people I know that would be life-changing, all right? You may, may not be able to start there. You may have to start at, at once out of every two times, okay? That's okay, but keep progressing. And then when you get to a place where you're committed to love and 90% of the time or so you are doing the loving thing when you believe you should do it, day in, day out, with the little things. The trash, the traffic, the shower, etc. Then you've got, your, you've got both feet in the same place and you're ready to travel up to the top of that mountain. You probably heard the expression when, um, when someone asks someone else, um, how do you sleep at night? And, and the person says, oh man, I sleep like a baby. And then the person says something like, must have a clear conscience. Or, uh, how happy are you? Must have a clear conscience. All right? Well, that is absolutely true, but it's not just sleeping at night. Okay? Having a clear, or I might say living in harmony with your conscience and this vibe will lead, guaranteed, 99.9999% of the time, better sleep, better health, more success, better relationships, just fill in the blank. Alright? So, um, it is a big deal. So, um, uh, there was a best-selling book. Um, number of years ago. Great book. I loved it. Don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff. Alright? What I'm telling you today is what's the big deal about the small stuff? Small stuff can kill your day today. Thanks a lot. Have a great day.